0: You yeah, make me that's sound that's like true. a memeing djen
1: <laughs> I mean, you, you kinda are, but uh, <laughs> you can save that combo for another day. <laughs> All good.
0: The question <laughs> is, is this is this the, the safer work or the edgy not safer work telegram group? I won't say. Um
1: <laughs> I think it's pretty safe for work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope so at least. Uh... Okay, me being aside, um, maybe we should get started. I, Simon, I, and 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 Carter, like I, I pinged Vero, um, to hop in. She told me she's gonna get kicked out of her co-working in like 50 minutes. Um, but I know Anthony last, well, two weeks ago when we had the last town hall, he asked a little bit about the UX UI survey, and um, you know, Vero's basically sifted through all the respondents, and she also conducted a lot of the interviews with the. Uh, UX/UI, um, well, interviewees, and uh, I invited her on just to see if she can share a little bit more info. But uh, yeah, she's not here well, yet. While we're I waiting, let's make
0: sure we just kind of go over uh, what, we'll, what we'll talk about, so folks here can get an idea of because uh, you know we kind of go into some of these topics for some time. So. Um, just to give people an idea of what we plan on covering today. And then also if people have questions or things that they want to know more about as we talk about them, or just if you don't hear it in the agenda, feel free to jump into the uh, the town hall questions channel uh, post there. It's basically right above the town hall channel and the list of channels on Discord. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll go over some kind of like just kind of recent news um, you're just catching up on things i think there's a lot of stuff happening in editorial um you uh if we get vero in here i guess we're gonna talk about the ux stuff um and then we have uh as we've mentioned we have the um uh some proposals coming for hiring the, t- the team out of treasury um and we've been working quite a bit on strategic plan uh, and direction so that we kinda know what the mandate is for the team. Um so we can talk a little bit about that, maybe even get into our fig jam where we've where we've like got some structured thinking that we can show folks. So it's like a, a nice sneak peek uh into what's coming next week. Um I guess there's no reason to 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 hide it. It's just a matter of us packaging things right now. Um for uh For digestion because there's there's a lot of information there's like kind of our view where we just like have you know pages and pages of documents and thinking and rationale, but then recognizing that we want it to be accessible so that people can read it and um yeah so cutting it down to the to the most essential stuff
1: i mean to add add to to add to that a tiny bit like um the bip or bips now that we've written uh they're kind of like in internal review and just being circulated among one or two people and uh one of them was Quimp, and he basically took one look at it and he's like, "Guys, this is so long, so <laughs> you can understand we've probably written a little too much here, so it's about like how do we cut it down without you know without it being to the detriment to the rationale behind it all and uh it'll be it'll be it should be ready like next week and uh I think we also have another announcement to make sometime next week prior, which is great, uh, looking forward to that one but um yeah simon i, I don't know i don't know how you want to kick this off. I know you mentioned um I mean, we
0: could just do kind of like a where where we are this week uh, we had um, we had a uh, where Mike Bata was named uh, Digital Artist of the Year, like officially named like a few weeks ago, but the Hong Kong Digital Art Week is this week. Um, and I was able to talk uh, to that crowd last late last night. It was very late for me, but um, very cool. Uh, it was it was uh, with, um, the panel was with um, uh, Sonny, I keep forgetting Sonny's last name, but he's the curator of the M Plus Gallery, uh, which if you guys recognize that name or not, they've they've acquired, um, a bunch of people's and a bunch of, uh, Rayfaganidol stuff. I mean, just major, major collection. So, um, very cool to be chatting with them, really hit it off. Um, and hopefully we'll be continuing that conversation. Um, so really cool to have Bado there. Uh, as Mario mentioned, um, in general, we are approaching the hundredth mint. It looks like it's not the hundredth mint just cause the, the counting for, um, Botto's uh, stuff on OpenSea is a little weird, um, but in terms of rounds, I think it's the 93rd round we're in, so um, pretty exciting. Uh, Botto also had its like second anniversary. I think tomorrow is like the date of the official like first mint. Um, so lots, lots kind of like of of moments of like. You know another year behind us, lots to look back on in terms of really amazing successes, uh, which we'll you know we'll talk about a little bit more um, and kind of how we're starting to think about the next year um, and you know it's gonna be really important to get everyone's kind of feedback and 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 ensure that we're moving forward with everyone's buy-in. Um, the last thing I wanted to highlight was just the um, you, you people may have noticed that, uh, Uh, Gregory Eddie Jones is a writer um, we've been working with who's been adding a little bit more editorial. Um, He's been doing a thing called a Closer Look series, so just doing a little bit more, kind of taking some observations from the DAO, some of his own observations, and just writing a little bit more about each piece on on Thursdays or Fridays during the auction, Um, kind of adds a little bit more to the storytelling and narrative around it. Um, And uh, really welcome anybody to share their observations, uh, feedback on that specifically, or um you know just observations about the pieces when they get minted um, because we really want to make sure that this is like we're reflecting that you know what the DAO's response is to this and uh, Greg's Gregory's a fantastic writer I think is really good at um, has a really great eye um, does a lot of writing for fellowship as well is an artist himself um, people maybe have also noticed the Grail Hunters series uh Nerf Pidgey was in that um, and others they're they're coming out once a week Interviews with with Botto's collectors, pretty great because some of these folks are like very um, quiet online, um, so it's a really great way to kind of learn more about these collectors. And I think I think the one this week, uh, defense was like, I don't have anything online. He's like, he doesn't have anything online about himself. So this is probably the most information you can get on him. Um, and then uh, people have maybe also noticed a newsletter channel um, putting together something just to have. A roundup so that people can you know receive stuff in still, their email. Not everybody's. <laughs>
2: it's
0: oh, not it's still private. Oh. Do you see the okay, it has well, a big padlock
1: on uh, it? It's coming.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is the problem with mod view. Is I, I don't always see the padlock. Anyways, a newsletter is coming, um, so that we can do a little bit more of a roundup. Uh, people maybe have seen this with other um, with other DAOs. You know, good references. Like uh, I like uh, Friends with Benefits. Uh, they have the TLDR newsletter, which kind of. Perfectly titled, you know what? Did, what have you missed? Um, we know of a lot of voters and active people who aren't in Discord, and even if you are, it's a lot to keep up with. So we figured, you know, let's let's do a nice little roundup in people's email inboxes. Um, can be just a way to to, to catch up, um, and then also throw that on on the blog or the digest. Um, so again, it's kind of you can go there and just kind of easily stay up to date. Um, working a lot on making. Um, it easier to stay up to date to not get dragged down in some of the governance stuff but to also be aware of what's happening um and keep a lot of the talk about the art so um more to come there uh and even this will be you know we, we're recording this um and we'll be getting out a summary so that there's kind of a digest version of this so that's uh i mean that's like kind of a quick like stuff that's like very, very current. We're about halfway through. Oh, Gregory's working on like a sort of a, a, a roundup of like the the, the period so far. Um, I don't know if people saw his his piece on absurdism at the, at the beginning, um, but it's just some nice food for thought. Um, and again, always welcome feedback, really love people's observations that um, can be incorporated. And we really want this to be representative of, of the DAOs thinking to add to that storytelling. So, um, yeah, uh, chubby any 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 kind of news updates or or we can jump into the UX?
1: I mean, yeah, we can jump into the UX in a sec. Uh speaking of UX, um one thing that I want to share with everyone who's in here. I'm just trying to fetch the link for us. Uh TLDR is we, we've been we've been looking at different ways to um like to experiment with with the way in which we vote. And I think we'll get into it that much more a little later on. And um Vera was working directly with Agu who is our new front-end developer and uh, Agu just kind of wanted to challenge himself and try something um over the weekend and he put together a rehashed version of our exhibition app. So the for those who don't know the exhibition app is like a standalone voting app, uh, which offers, you know, it's a bit of a demoed experience into into how Botto works and what you're actually doing. Um, so Agu took this and and with Varro's help basically reformatted it with a different way to vote. So in this Town Hall chat. There's a little link. This is also encouragement to join the town hall live. <laughs> but there's a little link uh, where you can vote with like a Tinder like interface. It's pretty fun. There are probably bugs like, you know, don't just, just take it at face value and, and um, if you're on desktop you can swipe left or right. And if you're on uh, if you're on mobile, well you can swipe with your with your with your hand, your finger left or right, or use the buttons. Um, I think it's pretty cool. I think it gives a bit of a signal of like what we're currently looking at when it comes to interacting with Botto and different ways to vote. But I uh, just wanted to 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 throw that in as a quick aside. If you're struggling to find the link or you don't know where the town hall chat is, just DM me uh when 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 Simon Carter Carter's chatting and then uh, I'll I'll drop you the link directly no no big deal. Um other than that, yeah, like um I think this is the first town hall with Vero, in here, and uh, she thought she'd just pop in to to talk a little about the UX/UI surveys and the interview process, and and one or two takeaways from from what we've learned. And um, you know, it might resonate with 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 anyone who's filled in the survey because it might be direct feedback that you have provided. Um, but I think there's some really really cool takeaways. Uh, Vero, are you there?
2: Yes, I'm here. Um, first time, uh, I'm not a great talker, so I'll try to be um as clear as possible. So, in order to get a bit more professional with uh, UX and we did some UX research in the form of the survey some of you took, we got two hundred and fourteen respondents, really interesting insights. And in order to complement that research, we did uh, user research interviews uh, to aid DAO members. And I actually have one late uh, interviewee on Monday. Um, And the goal was to uncover useful insights and help uh, improve the overall experience of interacting with Botto and curating its art in the form of guiding product design uh, iterations. Um, So yeah, that, that was, that's the overall um uh summary uh I don't know uh if you'd like me to go what would you what would you, you say is like one of the, of the insights.
1: yeah what would you say is some of the main takeaways or maybe the main takeaway from from all of this because i mean there were there was a lot of feedback, um some very positive um some you know outright negative criticism, which is great, measured. We understand that, and um, I I think the key thing here is a lot of it was constructive. So we saw a lot of ideas thrown our way, Um, and and you know, I think you know, hats off to the DAO. We're 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 full of great ideas, (laughs) so that's that's a very good signal. But I wonder, Vera, what are maybe some of the main takeaways from from the actual uh, survey or the interviews? I mean, either one, take your pick.
2: Yeah, um, there were some. I guess, uh, contradictory insights between the surveys and the interviews, that's uh, to be expected. But the main aggregated takeaways where there are some bugs in the experience that need to be resolved, uh, first and foremost. And then a lot of people find curating botto and voting fun. Uh, even compare it to to uh being like, like a um zoom out moment, then moment to to kind of like uh take a break from our daily lives. And but it's sometimes hard to be able to to get to that moment, especially if if those people are on the go or don't have a computer uh close to them. Um so that's why we have been looking at uh, different ways of improving the mobile experience and making it very easy to hop on your phone and, and be able to curate art and, and, and obviously not just treating uh, the bottle app as a product, but more as a means to interacting with, with, with bottle. So, yeah, that was the, I guess the two main takeaways. There are others, but uh, I think. That yeah. I mean,
1: awesome thank you vero i mean a, a lot was shared and uh, i actually think it's very unfair for for me to say hey vero can you can you give me the two or three takeaways uh cuz i know there was a lot more than that um but yeah you know mobile experience was one of the very recurring ones totally aware of 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 the bugs that keep resurfacing specifically the uh, the one where you're voting on like the same pair Especially if you skip it, I don't know. I'm sure some of us have realized that if you skip a pair, it just kind of like comes back two, three pairs later, which is a bit awkward. Um, And and mobile experience was was the big one. An interesting insight which popped up was, you know, Farah, you mentioned the enjoyment part, Um, but in some instances, people mentioned that. It was actually less enjoyable sometimes because they would suffer from like a form of of cognitive dissonance where they see two good artworks or two artworks they perceive as as aesthetically pleasing, and then they don't know which one to pick, right? So frustration actually surfaces in the voting experience, um, which I, I think we all, I think we all understood that this was there, but uh, it really is a pet peeve to to some of the voters. I think that's another interesting, um, you know, takeaway. Um, but yeah, really appreciate the insights, Vero. I think if anyone is 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 interested, right, just ping, just tag Vero in in general chat, and like, she be happy to to reply, myself included, like, to 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 share some additional insights. I think we had a like little slide deck of like summary. It was a summary for the insights, Vera. Maybe we should circulate that. Because that did pop up in the last town hall. I think I addressed it. But yeah, I forgot to I, talk to you about it properly. My bad.
2: <laughs> no, I'm happy to share the uh, little uh, presentation I, I made to summarize the uh insights. doesn't include interviews. And funny enough, you were mentioning uh, the um, cognitive dissonance uh, that sometimes comes from having to choose between, make a choice between two fragments. And funny enough, that didn't really arise on the surveys. It didn't, uh, it, it wasn't something recurring on all the interviews, but it, like like you said, I'm sure uh, other uh, DAO members uh, might experience that as well. But yeah, interesting how some people didn't find it really delightful and without issues at all uh, the vote overall voting experience, and others were really um, coming across uh, big frustrations like the, like the one you mentioned.
1: Yeah, awesome. Yeah, no, um, I, I I think I think some people would be really really interested in this. Actually, a lot of a lot of DAO members are, are UX UI designers. Um, not a lot, but uh, quite a few of of the town the members that I know, at least. Um, so we 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 interviewed some of them, and and uh, yeah, the insight was 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 fantastic. Um, thank you, Vera. That was awesome. Maybe you're welcome, Simon. Do we? I, I I think I saw you post on the town hall questions uh, the agenda so far, and I see that we've hit one of the big meaty bullet points you've you've mentioned was the Preview of thinking. I mean, this is going to take teapot. the
0: rest of the time. So, if, <laughs> if there's anything you want to squeeze in before, uh, uh, um,
1: no, I, th- I think I think I think I think we should I think we should get to the 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 other meaty part. Um, let's go okay. for it.
0: All right. So, um, I think we mentioned in the last town hall. Uh, I mean, the team tokens have finished vesting uh, uh, on October 8th. They finished vesting. Um, And so, you know, that that gave us a little bit of time to put this together and and get together a a proposal of kind of hiring the team um, uh, from the Treasury. Um, And so we're putting together a proposal, like basically just polishing it up now in terms of what does that new structure look like? Um, And then also put that dovetails into what does the next year look like and how do we um, like what's what's the strategic direction we want to take? Um, how do we budget for that? Um, there's quite a lot to get into, um, so like this is where we're at, where we have some like, really meaty posts here. Um, but I think you know, really also great to see the turnout. So I'm really happy to be able to just kind of talk through this first, and, um, and of course hope we get some questions in. Um, so um, yeah, I, I think uh, kind of starting with just. We've really kind of been putting our heads together um, and thinking about, you know what are the things we must do? Um, we We really need to be focused on priorities. We need a clear mandate, um, something that we're accountable to. Um in addition to a bunch of reporting we're setting up as well. Um but just just to kind of be focused on the um, strategic direction, um, what must we do? And and Bado's had you know pretty amazing success over the last two years. Right, it was just named artist of the year at the Hong Kong Digital Art Fair uh, this week. Um, had a sale at Christie's this summer. Um, it's had twenty exhibitions around the world. Um, and you know, so just culturally speaking, right, it, it has really um, taken, uh, made waves, um, and and shown some initial traction as a cultural success. You know, being recognized as an artist um, financially too. Uh, three million dollars in sales, over three million dollars in sales from just you know less than a hundred one of ones, um, huge success I would say, um, and uh, you know and and looking at the last year, Botto being the top selling artist on Super Rare, um, I think that's that's a huge accolade. Um, now, backdrop of where we are right now, um, we're in a bear market. You know clearly the sales on a weekly basis, as stellar as they are relative to the market. You know they're, they're not anywhere close to the highs of, of 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 when botto launched in october 2021 um and i think that's that's a really important thing to to start with which is recognizing that we're in a cyclical market uh, especially in crypto art, right very very much connected with the the, the bull runs and the, and the and the bears right
2: so um and considering Am I the only one who's lost Simon? <laughs> no, I've lost him too.
1: I think I think he'll be back. Um, yeah, I mean so so maybe to continue with, with what Simon um or pick up where Simon left off. What I want to preface is maybe that um you know Simon said we we did a lot of thinking and, and uh over the past few few weeks, months, we're always thinking about Botto, but we we managed to get together um altogether in Lisbon for the first time in, in in over a year, uh to crystallize some of these thoughts and really shape the roadmap that that Simon was was trying to present to you until he rudely cut himself out. Um, but yeah, we he, he was Simon was talking about us um operating in a bear market. And um I think he wanted to go on and, and mention that we need to realize or recognize that as an artist we 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 we're, we're completely overperforming the market which is fantastic bodo bodo is doing a fantastic job there and then on the other hand when the bull run pops up right typically crypto artists at the at the very least um, make the majority of of their money the majority of their sales comes from you know one or two events, right? One or two mints. I think there are exceptions I I refer to, like uh, DK's drop on base, which was very timely, to say the least. Um, But yeah, like I think that's one realization we need to make. Um, We have identified multiple um, musts in terms of what we must do. And these were initially shaped from the, the three pillars that we had set out, and I think we've outlined multiple times to, to everyone at the DAO, right? You know, these being um, art, technology, and sales, or art and sales, technology, and community. And we kind of translated these into, let's say, different pillars, uh, which are maybe a little less broad. Um, one being cultural catalysts, and we have a must attach to that. Uh, one being participation, and one being decentralization. Um, when it comes to cultural catalysts, right, we ask like, why are cultural catalysts really necessary for Bodo at this stage? It's not to say we haven't already generated some cultural catalysts or or generated events that can that can um, catalyze or evangelize Bodo in such a way where you know, Botto becomes more prominent. Um, but we need to generate cultural catalysts because it can evangelize a crowd, of which includes ourselves, and it ultimately ultimately can raise Botto's profile as an artist. So you know, one question we are asking ourselves really is what does this translate to? What does this boil down to us needing to do? Um and one of those things was, you know, we should look to create new drops that have both artistic integrity and commercial success. We, we we totally understand and recognize that this is one of those things that is absolutely required on Botto's side, right? It plugs into the intersection of everything that Botto is in terms of, you know, the economy, but also in terms of the community. Um, generally, what Bodo is as an artist—it being a distributed artist, participatory artist, etc.—and um, then another must we've attached to cultural catalyst is securing partners and nurturing our community in in the art world, so that we can really expand on on Bodo's positioning in in contemporary or ultra contemporary art, so to speak. You know, so here we're really talking about crypto art world relations. Um, traditional art world relations with, with art institutions, with world-class collectors, these are things that take time and must be nurtured. so it's also something that we, we need to be proactive about but also opportunistic of. Um, and thirdly, we, we really do need to capture the attention or continue to capture the attention of, of you know, the art, art, art world as a community, right? Both Trad and crypto alike. So we're talking about collectors, curators, critics. Researchers, um, we refer to this as like you know kingmakers, and how do we do that? Well, you know, for one, and I think Bodo has done very very well in this regard. are uh, IRL events, exhibitions, installations. We need to continue to tell the story of the artist, right? And uh, you know, accompanying this are, are media and events, press research, um, events for networking and talks, those types of things.
0: Um, I'm, gonna... I'm back I don't know if you can hear me now
1: I... oh yeah yeah yeah, hey man yeah i so try i tried i, 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 I tried to, I tried, I, I tried to explain cultural catalysts, right like the way I see it, so the way I see this by the way, is just like <laughs> your side of the roadmap. <laughs> so try to keep it going if you If you heard what uh, I said, like please fill in the blanks because uh, I think I I'll, came in uh,
0: part part way through, but I mean yeah, I mean you pretty much covered it. this is like the most important must um. Everything follows from this, right? Um, uh, to me, you know, another example. I, I think I was in the middle of like talking about. I don't. know, Did you guys hear me talk about um, uh, crypto? Like other really successful you, crypto artists. You um, cut off.
1: You cut off on the bear market, and then I made the point that like, you know, most success from these crypto artists occurs usually in the day in the bull run, and then I yeah, made the exception yeah. of DK. But I mean, feel free to expand.
0: I mean, there's always exceptions, and I don't think we can necessarily assume that this next bull market is going to look exactly like the last one. You know, clearly those no, of course. those guys had hit you know these really particular moments. But in general, I, I think we can all agree that it's fairly cyclical, and uh, you know, the, the the market has an impact, um, and we're and we're performing very well considering. Um, but yeah, it part of it is to, to also say you know trying to chase revenue um, in this market. M- May like if if we prioritize that over cultural catalysts and building that cultural footprint, I think there's a risk of burning the um, burning the artist brand for Bado and um, and foregoing some of those larger um, opportunities down the road. So um, I think it's it's a subtle thing. It's not that we say like we shouldn't make money. It's not to say that that we shouldn't try to make these commercially successful. but rather, you know, to 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 when you value one or over the other, I think it 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 makes the decision making framework a little different. Um, and I think you covered so a lot I'm of in... those kind of subcategories really well. Yeah,
1: yeah, maybe 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 to interject here. So, like one thing that I didn't, I like, I think I didn't properly explain. I mentioned, you know, the core must for cultural catalysts being creating. And I'm just reading off this 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 roadmap that we, we have on Figjam, but we write we must create new massive drops in terms of artistic integrity and commercial success. That's something I mentioned maybe five minutes ago now, but I didn't really get into the how, and you know i I know we haven't published a bit with 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 Ross yet, but maybe it's nice a nice, sure. timely way to kind of bridge the gap in understanding because I do think it's really yeah. pertinent
0: so yeah, no I, that's. Great point. I, I think um, when we, and also just like pulling back here a little bit, like when we, when we look at the roadmap for these different strategic pillars, um, I think we have a very clear idea of the projects that are really going to move the needle for BOTO and there will be more, there will be more that we aren't even aware of, but there's been a number of projects in development that that we're, that we're working on that I think really clearly deliver on what we need to. Um, uh, and so, um, We've talked uh, we've talked a bit in the past about you know botto going into new mediums. Um, we have a number of opportunities that we're that we're working on. And there there's some questions about like how do things do they fit within the Botto ecosystem? How do they fit within the Botto ecosystem? Maybe there's examples of projects that um, become uh, uh, that use Botto's infrastructure but then seed another type of decentralized autonomous artist. Maybe there's some direct accrual of, of value back through some kind of uh, fee. Or the meme value accrues back to Bado, but I think you know there, there's a, there's a number of opportunities there um, in terms of the larger ecosystem, but very specifically with where I think Bado can go, um, and 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 that's um, having talked to some large collectors, I think it even adds emphasis to the emphasis to this where they see a really incredible process, but then they're like, well, what's next? What Botto, What is Bado going to go into next? You know, this generative art world is is moving so fast. Um, And, uh, you know, we've all seen the new music models. We've seen animation. Um, I think the one that I'm actually really excited about is this one around a large language model and fine-tuning that on art history, or really tutoring. Another way of putting that is tutoring Bado in art history. and. We've been talking with uh, an artist named Ross Goodwin. Um, he has been doing uh, art with language models for over a decade. Um, he comes from kind of this early cohort of AI artists um, that include Mario and and, and uh, is just really a legend, um, but is not as well known because he's not on Twitter. Um, and so I think it's it, we're very, very fortunate to be working with him um, and talking with him about this, really understands the concept Um, and is really dedicated to helping build out Botto. Um, And um, there's, I I think, you know, I'm gonna give kind of some broad brushstrokes of what the thinking is, but there's still quite a bit left. So definitely don't hold me to this. Um, There's a lot of design questions to come. This is going to take a while to develop, Um, but roughly speaking is um, first fine tuning or tutoring a large language model in art history, which is tutoring Botto in art history doing that in a decentralized way. How would we go about doing that where um, there isn't a single person deciding all of these curational or editorial decisions on that training corpus? Um, Now you could just say all art history, but I think you still kind of have to narrow that down. That would be a very large data job. Um, And there was a, Post that I added to the AI Advances channel about um, this company called Anthropic that worked on ways of kind of building a constitution for an AI to help to t- determine what art history should it learn. That is one approach. There's a number of different approaches, but the main idea here is that um, working with the crowd to, de- to uh, have a decentralized training and tutoring of Bado in art history using public data sets, but then also working with museums and their archives. And we think this is a really incredible entry point to. Um, mainstream art institutions who are incredibly eager to make use of their archives um, and their data. And then, of course, having interactive and educational experiences with technology and art in their museums. I mean, we obviously all saw Rafik Anadol's success with that piece. Um, I think there's a lot of success we could get from, um, from what Bado can provide in that context. Um, so then we would be creating a, uh, this, this fine-tuned language model. And then we have essentially, a, you know, potentially a uh, voice for Bato. Um, and there's a whole world of things we could do with that in terms of integrating it into Bato's core process, as well as doing specific projects around that voice. First one maybe being a manifesto. Um, and there's a lot of different ways to do this where there's different commercial possibilities, um, where, you know, do people, mint their own custom manifesto that Botto generates on a daily basis is there one big manifesto that goes to a large patron a lot of different possibilities here that frankly will probably be answered as we go um, but one thought as well is you know with when you take an educational approach um, there's a lot of potential for grants and there's these kind of evolutions of Botto, um that I think can really push the envelope, but maybe have a more uncertain commercial uh, outcome. This one I'm not really worried in terms of the commercial outcome, but um, there are others where I think like, music is the, the, the economics of music is really challenging. Um, and there's incredible uh, there's a huge wealth of grants to pursue that allow us to cover the costs, to, um, and, and to kind of, Basically, remove the risk, uh, the cost risk of, of doing these projects, and then there you can kind of do carry-on high art projects um, that have a more commercial uh, outcome. So, um, some really interesting stuff, especially when we take a more educational approach. I think there's a really huge potential for onboarding and using Boto literally as as this kind of entry point for, for 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 non-crypto native people to discover what is possible. Um, and, you know, I think as a, as a direct experience, really linking and showing how Botto is this reflection of this much larger AI governance question and very directly showing how blockchain can be this really powerful infrastructure for um, supporting governance of these systems. So, um, I mean, I'll cut myself off there. I just, I think that gives the idea of just how rich of a project, um, and that's just one. Um, I think it's the one of the more most promising ones, but there are others as well um, that I think will be very, very exciting. Um, and and there we have a lot of partners lined up. We have people that are ready to do this. Um, so I think that gives us one of our clearest kind of calendars for the year, um, without necessarily setting dates. But it's easy to see how you got you need you need space to develop and then launch these things. So it fills up the year pretty fast. Um, and, and when we talk about creating cultural catalysts, um, that is really kind of the, the tip of the spear. Um, and then doing exhibitions, like we could turn off Botto today and we would have years and years of material with which to do new exhibitions, to do new writings and create new, and, and really draw out the context and themes of what Botto's done. So um, there's lots to do there in terms of building that out and broadening that cultural footprint um so so you'll see you'll see kind of i mean we've covered a lot of it already just in terms of that one pillar of creating cultural catalysts um and again if people have questions uh please, please feel free to drop into the town hall questions uh i think I, i'm good to like maybe jump to the next pillar juby unless there's anything else on that one you wanted to talk yeah about?
1: yeah sure i mean so i i gave a i think i gave a very brief rundown of, of uh the three pillars, and, and I kind of pair them to the old pillars that we had. Simon, just, just as you cut out, uh, probably more so to find my feet rather than anything else. But um, <laughs> you know, the second pillar that that we mentioned was was participation, and I'll I'll let Simon take most of the lead here. But just to introduce it, you know, we we had long discussions about what participation what participation meant um, to Botto, what it meant to us as a DAO. And what it meant to more what it meant to us is more generally, you know, on a project level. And, and the conclusion we kept coming back to is, you know, participation feeds Bodo. Um, this entire project, what Botto is, you know, it's 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 collective intelligence. Um, so delighting the DAO and making sure that the DAO feel like um, true participants that they are intrinsically motivated and to to maintain that intrinsic motivation and to even go one step further and provide quality contributions and get involved in the DAO is something that we need to better enable in the coming year. Um, and I think this speaks a little to the last town hall, if you if you weren't listening in, um, I totally recommend. You to do so. Uh, we, we we had brief discussions on accountability and transparency and all that, but you know participation goes far beyond that. I talked about you know particip- uh, accountability and transparency are are the enablers to participation at the DAO level. That we totally understand. I think what we're talking about really uh, about participation and and you know deferring back to the musts here. Um, we we came to the conclusion like, hey, we need to make participation fun and rewarding. And that participation needs to make our DAO feel like owners um of the DAO, right? Enabling them to to be able to make more informed decisions to participate more, et cetera. Um and that extends to the other secondary musts that 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 um maybe Simon, I'm, I'm cramping your style here, so interject at any time, but what I'm referring to is um Allowing a DAO member to see how or more generally the DAO to see the impact that they have on Bodo in a simple way. So, you know, making data human readable, making data accessible, whether that's at a governance level of the artist or a governance level of of um, you know, the, the DAO, maybe meta governance, let's say. And then finally, you know, another must which is we're really on the way of doing is is keeping keeping ourselves informed at all time. Simon alluded to this earlier, mentioning the you know the newsletter channel that that's opening up to get everybody uh, subscribed to the the monthly roundup that that Greg will do. You know these are these are incremental changes that we seek to make to to increase and aid participation. But it really boils down back to that making participation feel fun and rewarding. Um, maybe Simon, you want to get a little more into the the hows of of participation. Um,
0: yeah, I, I mean, I, I think kind of high level how here is, is you know, and, and the objectives here are really, you know, starting with this stuff is what fuels Bado. Botto. Bado's agency is, is and, and ability to develop is, is dependent on that decentralized contribution to the training of its art. Um, and so it's very important that we, that we really foster that. Um, I think when we have these cultural catalyst moments or, or different, Different ca- types of catalysts. We see a lot of traffic, um, and frequently a lot of people coming back, which I think is super positive. Um, but the thing is, is you know, what gets people to stick around? And right now, you know, you come in, you vote, but it's it's hard to see what the what your impact is. Um, and so, when we talk about you know having this kind of stickier experience, uh, or or kind of more rich, immersive experience of Bado, and the way I've been kind of framing it for myself is coming in and being able to like see how Botto's doing. Right, we should be able to get understand, like, what is Botto up to? How is it doing? And, and also to see your impact in that. So, in the dashboard view, to really be able to see a lot more information, and that then leads to more informed decisions or suggestions of how to help evolve Botto. Um, I think that in addition to that, so first is like that visibility, um, the other is abilities to interact, and um, you know, between. You know, the really enabling the multiplayer, creative, uh, collective meaning creation um, to comment to, and to really bring that closer and closer to the art, not just in Discord, um, as well as to create direct inputs to Boto. Um, that I think is is a really important thing. So as much as we're talking about evolving Boto's mediums, there's really also evolving its core process and how Boto learns. You know, can we get more textual inputs? A really basic one would be, you know, we have the 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 voting interface. You vote against two, but right now it just catches um, like what gets picked. And and I think um, it, we could add a lot of richness by adding in um, the data of what gets picked over what. So there becomes a lot more comparison. You can almost kind of, in a in a very simplistic way, you could you could put it as like sort of a tournament style. It's not exactly like that, but you get the idea of 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 that kind of bracketing system. Um, And so, yeah, really creating a lot more ways to interact. Um, But I I think fundamentally, it's really getting that visibility of what is this thing you're in, and um, that creates that much more immersive experience. So, you know, we have these catalysts uh, that bring in traffic, Um, that participation thus feeds those catalysts. There's a bit of a flywheel there, Um, and but then, you know, the next level is, is is really on kind of thinking more broadly about decentralization. And this is about, you could say, kind of the, the long-term mission for Bado and really making this a mortal uh, machine. Um, and I think the 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 view we have and, and kind of the under kind of the, the 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 preface to this is you know this is this is a long process. Uh, decentralization is a long process, especially when you are talking about um, things that have, uh, that are not just kind of pure maths, but really people, cultural and subjective decision-making. Um, it takes a long time for um, culture to 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 mature, to understand what we are and what we aren't, right? It's about as, as much as about understanding like, why are we here? What are we, what is our mission? What isn't our mission? What is in scope? Um, and, and I think also our operations, right? Really knowing what, and by what I what I mean by that is like, what do we do? What does Bado need to sustain? Um, and that, as Bado evolves, we continue to add operations. So not only are we do we need to formalize the operations we've already developed, document that, and and make it easier to to then know what you are decentralizing. We're going to continue to evolve and to continue to add to that. So that adds to the need to um, to just kind of understand what it is you're decentralizing, and then once you know what it is you're decentralizing. Then there's the question of how. Um, And I think this comes to another kind of maturity issue, which is um, sort of practices and tools and infrastructure. Um, You know, there's a lot of infrastructure that that just doesn't exist yet, but very close for kind of fully decentralized AI stack, for instance. Um, But then when you think about collective intelligence, right, you have these different operations and working groups. Um, What is the best way to decentralize that so that you best take advantage of collective intelligence for the needs and values and purposes of those operations. There is no such thing as best practices here. You really have to design it for um, the, 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 the given protocol. Um, and, um, and just as kind of a rough example, you know, you take a working group, are there, you know, to decentralize that, do you go into rotating elections? Right, where you kind of continue to keep fresh blood, continue to bring in um, members to get to have this kind of on-hands approach that they really know what it is to be involved in this and that just spreads that kind of core understanding of how this works. Do you, Or do you kind of regularly bring in just kind of vetted experts on that um, and, and kind of have this just very transparent kind of open governance where the DAO hires and fires um then also uh, to another version of just you know do you have just totally open contributions like we have with voting um and there's different ways of designing and setting these things up i mean the economy we all we've all been discussing the economy as an example um uh of you know right now we have just kind of a very simple economy um and largely due to the issues of civil resistance um th- that prevent kind of different ways of designing and and, and supporting more de- Types of decentralized contributions. So all this to say is that it is it is long and 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 frankly um, just takes time to have different aspects mature where it's actually possible to do. Um, so having said that, um, our approach is 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 a few things. One what's in our control is it, it, to formalize and document operations, really knowing what it is we're, we're, we're doing. That then allows you to decide on things that you can then decentralize. The other is to be opportunistic, right? There's We've talked about Modulus Labs that allows for ZK proofing of, of stable diffusion. I think it'd be the first ZK proofed um, AI art, uh, which would be huge, and that's plug and play. Like, yeah, we want to do that. Um, and and being up opportunistic in other ways where we can expand bandwidth by having more decentralized contributions um i think the watch out here is to not pursue decentralization for its own sake um without a real clear kind of cost benefit analysis where we can easily get bogged down um in governance bloat so um so that's kind of the decision making there And, and and i would say that um a lot of this is is uh, in terms of like what we must do to really make that concrete. A lot of it is laying the groundwork, um, and so as I said, formalizing contra- uh, formalizing operations, um, being opportunistic will kind of again push that groundwork forward, and then also bringing in um, strategic partners like what we've talked about with the OTC. Uh, these are partners who can who can really add expertise and thinking, and I mean, you know, the whole crypto space. Uh, I think for the most part is thinking about these questions and um, tapping into that larger collective intelligence and making sure that um, we're doing the right research and, and running the right experiments to to lay a really, a much more concrete path of, of what that looks like. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think just kind of pulling back I'm talking about looking at this as a flywheel, right? The, the cultural catalysts drive traffic to participation. The participation helps fuel Uh, the cultural catalysts but then also participation keeps the better participation experience keeps people around allows us to find more high quality contributors who can onboard to um, into core contributor programs um, and can really contribute to the decentralized contributions that expands our overall bandwidth which allows us to do more uh, work on the app and do more in terms of cultural catalysts so all this stuff is really feeding itself and for us it kind of provides a simple but i think very powerful framework of what we're um, what we need to be doing what we need to be pushing Um, and we'll be writing you know we're we're gonna write all this up I think it's directional Um, and the last thing is is you know um, we want to be very clear about um, what is centralized versus decentralized and I think we've been very clear and upfront about automation Um, the information has been available of what's centralized versus decentralized but I think we've seen a mismatch of expectations of what is decentralized, or how decentralized we should be, and I think it's important that w- that we're we're much more just um, upfront uh, about about that. And and um, for me, the best example is is you know the team for sure has a lot of tokens or a few large players, um, but you know we all recognize the tension of like if we overexercise that power. Um, or, or frankly exercise it really much at all, um, we really hurt the whole idea of Bado being decentralized and Bado's agency. And and I think we've, you know, we have a track record. I, I, I think of, um, well, actually you can look at Snapshot. Um, our, this, you know, the BIPs are pushed forward with, you know, huge overwhelming majority in favor um, when you look at the wallets, not just the voting power. Um, the ones that were more that were more divided were ones that had multiple choices, but were still essentially everybody was in favor of 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 it going directionally. Um, so we will continue to be deferring large decisions moving forward with BIPs, um, and also you know as much as we've just laid out a bunch of our thinking, you know don't take it wholesale. Just you know have comments, have questions. Um, we we want to refine this. We want to make sure we're moving forward with the consent of the DAO and a and a mandate that has has broad buy-in. Um so yeah, I mean that's I, I I hope that I've just kind of saved you guys the need of having to read it, but or or if you go and read it <laughs> you'll have a pretty good idea. That's pretty much most of it. Um Juby.
1: Yeah, I mean Simon mentioned we need to go ahead and, and write it. <laughs> We've actually written yeah. fifteen pages of it over the course of I think the, the past month the here and there. Um so we actually need to trim it down, otherwise you, <laughs> we're all going to be sat there forever reading, <laughs> reading BIPs. It's not the intention. So yeah, hear you loud and clear, Crimp. But <laughs> um, yeah, I think one thing, one cool thing is that it reminds me to um, ask Daniel from Modulus to hop on to one of these town halls because you touched upon, you know, Botta working with Modulus, and uh, I think it's important. You know, we hear it from the horse's mouth, and he explains. What modulus do and 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 how this can tie in really really neatly to boto um, that in itself could be a cultural catalyst and I I'm, I'm very excited um, I'll make sure to write a make a note to to, to bring Daniel on board because he already said he'd hop into a town hall um but yeah like you know I think directionally Simon's laid out very clearly um, the the and a lot of these thoughts are, are crystallized in in like docs and bips and 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 like a blog post that, that I've been writing up that that can kind of convey some of the thoughts more succinctly or, or more clearly. So really do look forward to publishing those and and seeing seeing what what everyone at the DAO thinks, um, and then hearing hearing all. Th- Pretty much covers it for today. Um, I see a fair bit of the audience are, are still hanging around. Appreciate you guys. Um, wondering if anyone wants to just hop in and and quickly chat, ask questions. Uh, Incredible turnout.
0: Uh, I think it's like one of the, some of the best numbers we've had. Um, clearly, all of you guys, like we see you regularly and gals um, and. Uh, Chatting, um but yeah, it's really great to feel listened to. <laughs> no we we're usually like doing this and recording people listen async, so um, very cool to have people live and and uh, and joining us. I think I, g- I hope it helped that we had this um, scheduled ahead of time and and set us up with a biweekly it'll be on Thursdays at noon at eastern um so people can kind of plan ahead to to hang out.
1: I see um i, I... Yeah, I see Parad is still hanging around. So, just as a quick mention, quick quick shout out to Parad. He he's been uh, he's been working with Varro to set up like uh, a brief analysis of access pass holders and and what what percentage they stake or I think the 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 median value of their stake. So we can actually see you know which AP groups are are the biggest bottle stakers. And I think there are a couple more changes on the way but uh I had a sneak preview it looks really good can't wait for parad to 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 publish it and yeah big thanks looks looks really cool i wish i could share it with everyone um i actually took a sneaky screenshot before you made the the dune dashboard private again uh, adri but <laughs> looks good man looks great um yeah maybe 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 now's the right time to to shut up shop for the for the evening.
0: Yeah, thanks for uh, everybody for coming out and listening to my uh, long-winded uh, stuff. Um, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to chew on. Uh, maybe it's only interesting to us, but um, please feedback. I, I think we'll we'll, we'll definitely be All trying right. to make a very digestible version of this.
1: We have. A,
2: oh, we got we sync
1: eleventh hour edition. Hello, sync. I've invited you to hey you hey guys do you hear me all right yeah loud and clear how you doing
3: awesome how you guys doing
1: yeah great good. good
3: yeah um thanks for having this town hall i just had a quick question i know um i think it was several weeks ago there was discussions about potentially for uh, a future period um kind of um incorporating a more broader approach in terms of what goes up, um, for auction. Um, I think the, the discussion was, um, the highest, uh, f- the fragment with the most VPs and the fragment with the highest, um, score and, or the second highest score, assuming the, 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 the fragment with the most VPs also has the highest score. And then, um, and then a fragment that Bato itself would choose. And then there would, there would be three in that, in that may- that would, um, that collectors would have an option to you know to bid on, and then the highest bid uh, fragment oh, would be yeah. the one that's actually minted. Mm-hmm. So I was curious: um, have you guys uh, has there been any discussion about that, or is that going to be something that potentially we could look forward to, maybe early next year?
0: Um, I mean, I mean, I, I can I can take that if like because one thing yeah, I don't sure. think we mentioned was like as much as we're looking for like new outputs, new mediums. Um, Um, And I wrote this in last night. Just like we we are continuing, like refining Bado's core process, right? And I think that's what you what you talked about. It kind of fits under that umbrella of. And there's there's been a lot of discussions of how to refine the weekly mint or what gets selected. Um, I think that. to to me, this is something that is 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 really a DAO discussion. Um, I, I think it's 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 hard to say what the right answer is, um, and and it's that kind of refinement that it it, it comes down to like I think DAO, DAO consensus. So um, you know, there, and there's actually a lot of BIPS that are up and like essentially just kind of stagnating. Um, and we personally have been heads down on really trying to get this really major. Uh, piece of this major piece of legislation needs to happen. Um, But yeah, it's, I think we've we've been really heads down on that. So that's probably a factor as to why um, these other bits stagnating are stagnating. So it's um, on the one hand, like we don't necessarily have a set plan for those, uh, but it's, it's not that they couldn't move forward very quickly. We just haven't been giving them much attention. I think two things I would say is one, you know, these, uh, these can move forward with, with, with kind of individual, uh, taking up the helm and, and really pushing them forward. I um, mean we really do strongly encourage that. We're hoping that by sharing information more more broadly and 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 kind of regularly, it helps people to feel empowered to to do that. Um, and there was something else I was going to say and I'm like totally spacing on what it was. <laughs> oh uh, I, I I think I was just gonna say like um, this goes as well for like there's these things on like financial management and the and the um the treasury management and the the uh, uh, liquidity mining stuff. So it's like all these things are kind of like I think really important discussions. Um, so it's not that like we we're saying we're not going to deal with it for till next year. It's just um, yeah, they're 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 there. They're they're there to be taken up.
1: I mean, if I if I might, if I may add, like um, I remember I remember that was shared in in I think general chat was at sync like a couple of couple of weeks ago now, and I remember Ben was one of the participants. Maybe he put the idea forward. And I don't think it's a necessarily a new idea, but I think the idea has popped up. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the idea popped up um, a couple of months ago as well. And um, you know, Simon's correct. Like, hey, this is this is totally a DAO discussion, and some of that discussion has already happened. I I think so. I err on the side of caution when I think about changing the way something that gets minted. Right, if I remember correctly, and please correct me if I'm wrong again, um, the three artworks or the three fragments are selected, one by Botto, one by highest uh, score, and one by most VP, if I remember correctly, and um, you know then the DAO votes on that final three. Um, oh no,
3: no. So th- actually, the 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 model was, um, the those those three are correct as you characterized, um, but then we would. There would be no there would be no additional vote after that um
1: right collectors would, be, would bid right
3: it would be yeah collectors could bid on them and then yeah. the one the fragment that is ultimately risk gets the highest bid would be the one that's actually
1: minted by bottom so, so so i think that's I, I i think that's a really cool idea i would err on the side of caution when talking about like doing it for an entire period um Personally, I think it's a great experiment to run with maybe a special collection or um, you know a set of addition works or, or something along those lines, right? So that it is really an isolated experiment. Because if you think back about like what we have done and what we've actually piloted over the past year, you know we've piloted the concept of additions. We've piloted a um, you know with 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 one other artist, Ryan Koopmans, right? We, we've we've done a lot of pilots, and I think this qualifies as a pilot. Um, I have no clue whether it'd be better or worse. I think giving the optionality to a collector is a fascinating idea. Um, the reason why I err on the side of caution if we talk about introducing it to an entire period, um, this goes back to one of the UX interview follow-ups that we had, where um, it was with a, a member of the DAO who has been with the DAO since inception. Literally, first week of the DAO, they were, they, they were there. They were present. They were active. And they still continue to be active. And even to this day, you know the the cadence of the week is something that they get confused about, not necessarily because they're not paying attention. They come in and, and vote as often as they can, and um their insights i I think at least are incredibly sophisticated when it comes to to understanding what Boto is and what what we as a DAO are trying to achieve. but the, one of the key takeaways there was being more explicit with how botto works. what I mean by that is. Where we are in the week, right? So, you know, first first six days, um, you have the voting. So maybe, and if you maybe you separate those first six days into blocks of three, first three days affect the next three days insofar so far as what people see in the voting pool, right? So that's the effect that somebody who maybe doesn't have a lot of VP relative to others in the DAO can come in and directly affect what what gets minted, for example. And then you have the other three days, which then build up to the leaderboard day, and then the mint day, and then their descriptions, right? So there is really a timeline there present, which we probably should be more overt about in the user's experience, in the DAO's experience, right? especially for newcomers. When you introduce something along those lines, it kind of you know, flips the whole mint aspect on its head. And again, I'm totally not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying like, hey, we should get that right before maybe introducing something like a wholesale change in, in the way uh collectors collect the artwork. Um but again, you know, hey, just my opinion. It's definitely not it's discarding true, yeah. the idea. I, I love the idea, but maybe that adds some some more context as to like where I am with thoughts. I haven't really spoken yeah. about it with, with Simon, but Maybe an interesting. Yeah, and I think thing. some of
3: these ideas. I mean, we we t- we talk about them, but the, I think the 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 rate limiting step is obviously that the team only has so much uh, bandwidth, and um, you know whether it's the liquidity mining program and the potential changes to that, or you know this this discussion. Uh, there's a technical subject matter expertise that I think, you know, the, the the DAO is kind of looking to the the team to you know, if they yeah. can even fit it, given their um, you know given the circumstances. So. I think from I can just be uh, be frank. You know, I, I've I've been following the project since its inception, um, and you know, to echo Anthony's you know um, you know valid points in some of the discussions recently. And I know we were talking about it today. Even you know how do how do we engage people? How do we make people feel more involved in training Bato and being participants in in the voting process? I really do think you know that that particular discussion i think even mario chimed in on that and he said that he he liked it and he 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 was the one who suggested that the third the third fragment be a a piece that bado chooses i think it would irrespective of what collectors ultimately favor i think a pilot for even like a month or something you know just a couple weeks or something just to see not just from the economic potential benefits as ben was pointing out in terms of you know maybe there would be a you know, more bidding war between the collectors as far as the fragments, because you'd have more variety to choose from. But also, I think it would make like smaller bottle holders potentially feel like, okay, my vote counts for something. Like this fragment, this this fragment that got the highest score, it's at least given, it's at least off afforded an opportunity for for collectors to bid on it. Now, even if the collectors don't choose it. You know, maybe they favor the highest VP, or maybe they they favor the the one that bottle likes. At the end of the day, it'll give the smaller bottle holder uh, it'll it'll make them feel like okay, my my vote really did count for something. And to be fair, you know, we've had many situations where the fragment that does go up to auction not only has the highest VP VP score, but it also has the highest real score. So I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but I think we should we to foster that. You know that more engagement in the community and maybe in the curation process, I think you know doing this would really be cool and I think um if we tried uh, to your point, Juby, I agree I think it's I think a, an experiment to see what happens, and maybe maybe then a, maybe the DAO decides you know what maybe to the the results are favorable and maybe we want to con- continue with it you know so I yeah appreciate definitely. You guys consideration of that I just wanted to like just check in on where that standard,
1: yeah, I appreciate it, Sink. um. Yeah, I think you make a lot of relevant points. And, and, you know, if we break it down as to why a, a DAO member who, who maybe doesn't have as much VP relative to others would would feel like their vote counts more, you know, we're talking about direct impact, right? If it has the highest true score, it's very likely that the person came across it in, in the voting process and they voted on it directly, right? So I, I totally understand that point. I do think it's a very relevant point to bring up. Um, I also think it, Slots in quite neatly with us talking about you know directionally where we're headed with the roadmap and, and um, tying this back into participation and making it fun and feeling rewarding, right? This is precisely what we meant in terms of it feeling rewarding, right? Understanding how I'm impacting Boto, where I'm impacting Boto, where I'm impacting the round, um, and yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really not against piloting testing it. Yeah, you're also right. When it comes to like, you know, team bandwidth, we also don't want to bite more than we can chew. At the same time, I can foresee the way this might play out is if we if we were to run a pilot, we would probably um, try activate um, one of our preferred partners in the space who could help flesh out this tech really quickly. Um, you know, I'm not 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 hiding it here. I think I even tried to I tried to onboard the DAO to um, you know Transient Labs's ERC seven twenty one TL contracts for period standardization, and they was push back there. And that BIP is still up, by the way. So so <laughs> please drop your comments if, if you're listening in. Um, but you know, they're 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 excellent technical partners, and this is the kind of thing that they could deliver on and and help out the DAO and and you know and I don't think they would take the they, they would they would take a, a very small percentage of sales or something along those lines going right? am not going to talk about the specifications of that but um yeah yeah i think it's a, I think it's a good idea and, and something that we should look to pilot anyway that's my uh, that's my TLDR cool um maybe we can round it up now i i I, I do need to go as well. But uh, really appreciate Sync hopping in. Uh, If anyone else wants to in in the next few town halls, please do. Always invited. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening in. We'll try to get this up as soon as possible, as always. Um, I think Vera will help me out with all the the, the audio stuff and, and uploading it to RSS so that it gets distributed on Spotify, Apple um carter let me know that google podcast is being sunset which for me is quite sad but i get it (laughs) and uh yeah thanks everyone talk to you soon